the sun setting over Barcelona, and we poured ourselves a couple of beers from the tap. Grab one for yourself. It's time to unwind, step back from the day-to-day, and talk a little about life in the age of analytics. Welcome to the Vendo Terrace. Okay, welcome everybody. Today we're talking about the Vendo Partner Conference, and we're talking about the session that we're going to be having on meetings. And so this will be on Tuesday, September 13th, and I hope I can see you guys there. Uh, Clay, this one's a lot of fun. We, we've talked about this a million times, you know, how do you, how do you optimize meetings so that they're, they're, you're getting to the content that you need and you're getting to exactly what needs to be done, but you're not wasting everybody's time. And, uh, I like this, uh, this case study kind of dives into that a bit. It's a moving target, isn't it? And <laughs> it the type of meetings that you have, I think you always have to be looking at again. You have to be saying, does this still work for me? Is this the kind of right. meeting that I um, that I want to have? And I, I think it's really interesting to see Sean's, Sean's journey. You know, Sean, I, I think of as a guy with a lot of integrity. And right. um, it reminds me a little bit of that Bob, Bob Dylan lyric that to live above the law, you have to be honest. And <laughs> I think... I think Sean's really true to himself and he starts with what's going to work, not a kind of received wisdom, you know, not right, this idea right. that, well, we have to have meetings and because that the sort of normal approach to meetings is really destructive of productivity. And, right. uh, and in this case study, he talks about that, about how he went into a company that where meetings really didn't work and then how he changed it to make it make it work better. And then it's cool because you get to see his his story through three different companies, right. um, through one that he'd bought and, and grown, the company that he sold to, and then a new company that he'd started. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's an interesting topic. I hope you guys enjoy it. And, uh, and hopefully we'll see you on Tuesday, September 13th for the meeting session at the Vendo Partner Conference. Sean and Lars were such regulars at Point Market and Cafe that the waiter didn't even bring them a menu when they sat down. A few minutes later, Sean's sparkling water arrived along with Lars's Corona. Seven minutes after, they both had their breakfast burritos, all without a word spoken. Point Market and Cafe is a restaurant on Sequel Point at the southern end of Santa Cruz Bay. It sits just above a public beach access and looks out onto a break. Those guys are surfing my wave, Lars thought to himself. The two friends met for lunch each weekday to take decisions about their bootstrapped cams company. They knew what they were getting into when they bought it. It didn't have any management structure at all. It had technology staff in place, plus a skeleton of customer service and accounting staff. That was it. They were used to small startups in the Wild West days of the early internet. Neither of them had any corporate or big business experience to draw from. They were used to putting together a strategy in their own heads and then just telling staff what was needed from them. Most of the time, it was a quick phone call, instant message, or email. When the CAMS company started growing, they would have daily lunch meetings to go over short-term goals and revenue. They did not have an office for management. Everything was home office based, so the meetings were always held over Mexican food at the spot with the view of Santa Cruz and Steamers Lane. When they were done with their lunch meetings, they would leave $20 on the table no need for the waiter to bring out the check, and go back to their respective desks and get to work. And it worked. The camp company grew from $10,000 a month in revenue to $7 million a month in less than three years without changing the structure. In 2005, the company merged with a dating company. At the time, Sean and Lars had just 40 employees. 
The marketing staff was Sean, Lars, and one more. The dating company, by contrast, had 300 employees with a marketing staff of more than 30 people. Meetings at the dating company happened daily inside of each department. The meetings had at least 10 people in them and lasted at least an hour. There were also meetings between different departments each day and a weekly executive meeting that lasted more than three hours. The meetings had very little structure. They could last up to two hours. There was never a solid agenda brought to a meeting. The content centered on project updates, kickoffs, or launch meetings. Marketing meetings followed the same type of structure, and they might also include a review of revenue or a department update. The difference between the two cultures was stark. When Sean and Lars merged the two marketing departments, the meetings became chaotic. Sean admits that he brought on most of the chaos. I put a lot of pressure on objectives. They took so long to meet, I didn't get it. Why weren't we meeting our objectives in a reasonable time frame? It didn't make sense. I really just couldn't understand it. I knew if I didn't know what the problem was, I wouldn't be able to create solutions. And I often push people really hard to get answers. Not getting answers motivated Sean to take over the marketing department. We reorganized everything from the top down. We had a few meetings to talk about the structure and then launched into action. Every Monday and Friday, we had a marketing meeting that had a set time and it could not roll over that time. Sean implemented other changes too. An agenda was set out before the meeting with details. And the meeting was more of a question and answer session on the agenda items and marketing plan. Sean upended the old approach further by making everyone stand. Nobody was allowed to sit down and nobody was allowed to look at their phone, said Sean. While they talked, one person took notes on the whiteboard, transcribed them, and sent them out to the team after the meeting. These meetings were based on short-term goals that needed to be accomplished for the monthly goals, quarterly goals, and how they were rolling up to the year's business plan. The team liked the changes. They were energizing. They got results. But the changes in the marketing department were unique. The people working in marketing ran into problems when they tried to communicate and coordinate with other departments that were still working on the old-style meeting format. We were not able to get much from our meetings that we had with other departments, and the meetings would last more than an hour, Sean remembered. It was frustrating, but the benefits within the marketing department more than justified the change. When Sean started his new company, he knew he needed to have more brainstorming and room for creative conversation. He was building his new company in a red ocean environment. Lots of competitors wanted to see him fail. This required a new approach to collaboration within his team. At the new company, he decided to have short daily scrums to see what the immediate needs were. They now meet weekly for a SWAT meeting. They also have a separate time set aside each week to discuss strategy. Sean also meets one-on-one with his team leaders weekly. Sean found that the answers to the following questions depends on context. How would you answer them for your company today? How do I get the most out of my meetings? How should I run them to get the most out of them? How many should I have? How can I get what I need without a meeting?